Recording's good. Just hit the record button, Magella. Homie. Everybody in the shot? Alright. And we back. I'm your host, CJ King, at CJ underscore um, is King on Instagram and Twitter. And I, I'm joined with my brother, J Swift. About time we had this link, bro. Like, and Roman. Uh, what's your... What's your Drop um your uh your uh social media tags, bro. Roman Reloaded underscores my social media tag and my uh fitness page is Alpha Fit underscore. Okay, so you're a personal trainer too. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But so I'm, I'm with my not only are they my my you know our brothers, they my frat brothers, fellas. <laughs> they frat brothers. So you know we we finna have this great talk. Okay, so origin story, bro. Let's get into it. Let's get into <laughs> uh, it. Who are you, man? Uh, let's see. So I'm a kid uh, that was raised in, in Brooklyn, man. Brooklyn, Brooklyn, New York. Um, Stop lying. I'm so serious, brother, man. Brooklyn, so New serious. York. Yes, I was in Brooklyn yeah. the other day, bro. Yes, bro. Like, yeah, I, I almost got, I almost got lost in the train. <laughs> you got <laughs> I mean, lost? I almost damn near got like, shot out yeah. my uh, my man's J-City, dog. <laughs> hey, it's easy to get lost in New York. <laughs> Facts. Hey, you got you got to be careful. You got to know where you're going, and, and you got to make sure you catch the right bus on the right train. What? You don't get lost, lost. Yeah. <laughs> so Brooklyn, New York, man. Tell yes. me, tell me, tell me. Uh, so born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. Uh-huh. Uh, parents decided, hey, I'm tired of New York. They want to move down to South Carolina. So New they York. dragged me with them. Unfortunately, uh-huh. they dragged me all the way with them to New York, man. And I was just like, well, to South Carolina, Columbia, South Carolina. And okay. then from there, went to USC Upstate after doing... A tour of duty over in Afghanistan, also in the military too. Uh, really? I did, yeah, I did the military thing. They paid for my college. So hey man, look, college, hey, that's for education, right? <laughs> hey, yes, listen, go to college. I wouldn't be your friend if I didn't go to college, man. Facts, facts, facts. <laughs> um, Where were you had in the military? Uh, so I left the military as an E five. Uh, I moved up pretty quick. Okay, uh, okay. Like three years, I was like an E five. So mm-hmm. it, it worked. It was good to me. Uh, the military's worth it. Um, you, what branch were you? Army National Guard. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. I have a, um, my cousin. He in the National Guard. Yeah, it's 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 good. I traveled a lot. I got a chance to go to places I never thought I'd go to. Yeah, um, like California. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a free travel pass. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So you know, you get you know the government pay for it. So hey, they it. pay. It's yeah, clutch. hey, clutch. taxpayers dollars. Right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we work hard though. We do work hard in the military, we're fighting mm-hmm. for freedom. You know. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So then after I got back from overseas. Started going to USC Upstate. Um, I don't know when I went to uh, USC Upstate, something clicked in me and said, you know, I gotta, I gotta get out there more. I gotta, I gotta do more. So I started doing my talent shows. And mm-hmm. in 2017, I wrote my first song, ever song, with my bro uh, um, Jalen Dawkins, and uh, okay. it was called "Stay with Me." And that was the first song that I ever like presented to like my my bros, mm-hmm. like to people. Period. Um, I didn't really push the song as hard as I should have, but. Right. That was just like my first introduction to like, hey, like I, I really want to pursue this and yeah, and I'm serious about my music craft. So that's my little bit of origin, like backstory. Like, okay, what about not... you, Roman? <laughs> uh, What's your origin story, bro? Well, I, I'm originally from North Augusta, South Carolina. Okay, and um, I had went to USC Upstate just to go major in accounting. Then I ended up just running track across country my sophomore year in college. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of weird how I got into that, but yeah. Yeah, and then I just started, like, I got into, like, fitness because it's, like, everybody got, like, a little gift. Somebody, you can, like, change the world in different ways. You right, can bring right, people right, together, right. like, with any type of movement. So Facts. I want to do, like, fitness and health. 
Cause you know when you when you healthy when you look good you working out you feel good in your self confidence. Ladies like that too. It's just God. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies like that shit too. And, and guys like a fit woman too. Hey, thanks, hey, man. Hey, hey, hey. Listen, my brother, no offense, I can't handle Chubby. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, my brother is he is definitely a brother, man. Like. Mm-hmm. This man helped me get in shape, bro. Like, yeah, yeah I, I was like, just asking, like, yeah, like, he, he your trainer, huh? Yes, bro. He's the one like, who got you in the gym. Bro, like, I'm talking about every day. So, like, there was a period of my life where I was, I was, um, I lost, like, everything. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I lost, like, I had two cars. Like, I had a Mercedes and I had a BMW. And I lost all of that, like, all at once. Hold, and- hold it, hold the phone, hold the phone. You had you had two forms. I had two forms. What were you doing like that? <laughs> listen, I was I listen. I was in a good I was in a good place in my life, man. I I even gave my Mercedes to my mom, mm-hmm. and I had the Beamer, and bro, just like all of a sudden out of nowhere, life just started like crashing down on me, bro. Like yeah, yeah. finances got out of whack and stuff like that. So I lost it all, bro. Even mm-hmm. like while I'm losing like my apartment, bro. So for like a year and maybe six or eight six to eight months. Man, I was with my brother here. Uh, wound up crashing on his couch mm-hmm. um, for like, whew, it was like literally eight months along, like walking for a whole year without no car because I like lost my car like at the top of 2017. Damn. And so a whole year, no car, just walking back and forth to work. Mm-hmm. I'm in a low place in my life, and that's actually how I. Because of this, bro, because of my brother right here, man, he was like, yo, man, you got to work out. You got to work out. You got to work out. He said, when you work out, you ex- you you're exercising your willpower. And I was like, dang, well, I don't want to just just only work out, but I want to pursue something and put my energy in a positive direction. Right. And so It's a great way to start your day out, too. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, I'm... I'm- Look, that's a constant focus with me trying to wake up early and to get my ass into the gym. <laughs> like, it's hard. Listen, man, I... It's hard. The hardest thing was being consistent. This mm-hmm. man used to always talk to me about being spotty with, yeah. like, your workouts and stuff. And, bro, like, when I tell you, like, this this dude right here, that's a brother, man. Yeah. That's a brother. Like, for real, for real. And, and I'm grateful, bro, because if I hadn't went through what I went through and have, like, you know, mm-hmm. my bro in my corner... I definitely, I don't think I would ever, Lionhearted wouldn't be birth, and and I wouldn't be getting opportunities that I'm getting now, bro. So, I think I thank God for the struggle, bro. Man, look, got to trust the process. Yes. Got to trust the process, man. So, before we, before we get into the project, yes, you yes, brought up yes. Lionhearted, man. We're going to talk about that. Tell me about your musical background, man. Like, how, how did that happen? Whew! My musical background, look. Listen, some people, if you ask some of the people from my hometown neighborhood, they'll tell you that. Hey, I couldn't sing. They'll tell you that mm-hmm. for real. <laughs> They'll tell you that. They're like, nigga, shut up. Please. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> like that old uh, like, oh, dude them coming to America, yes. right? <laughs> please. Please shut up. That, hey, listen. They used to that tell boy me that. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> they used to tell me that all the time. Just, hey, dude, stop. Mm-hmm. Kill it. And I just like music for me. Was so inspirational, so influential that bro, I never gave up on it. I remember, like, as a kid looking up in the sky, praying to God, like, God, mm-hmm. just make me better in this craft right here. Just make me better in this talent, bro. And now I'm here. Now, like, bro, over 8,000 streams later and mm-hmm. eight different countries, well, 10 different countries listening to my music, it, it, it's crazy. And, right. And what I have going on in 2019 is going to be even more crazier than than people can ever find. Who would have ever thought this little kid, who people said couldn't sing, mm-hmm. 
out here doing it. Right. So, uh, so yeah, that's a bit of the origin, man. Like the kid who stuck with gospel choir, sung on the mm-hmm. choir, and stuff like that, got better. So you, so you was raised in the church, just when you say that's yeah, how you, yeah. that's, that's how the whole music thing. You know, you found yeah. your your voice in the in the choir and everything. I found my voice singing in the choir, singing okay. in the choir, and it wasn't like church choir. It was actually Irmo High School gospel choir that I, I actually started out. In. Okay. So my high school had gospel choir, and we, and we literally would. Uh, my first time I mentor uh, Chad, Chad Presley is his name, um, he actually told me, um, he actually made me sing a song mm-hmm. as a soloist for the first time, and I was so nervous, and even everybody like in the choir was like doubting me, they was like, Joe, are you sure? You know, you know, they, before I you know, gave my art, myself the artist named Jay Swift, everybody called me Joe, they was like, Joe, are you sure you, 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 you can do it? And I, I'll never forget the day I went into church, and I actually started singing, and the reaction from the people in the audience was was crazy. Like everybody, like two other people had sung before me, and when I got the mic and I sung, like everybody stood up out of their seats. Mm-hmm. Even my old, the old director before my mentor had took it, uh, took over the choir, like was sitting there with his mouth dropped, jaw wide open, like shocked. Bro. Like, Man, we gotta drop a clip of that. Hopefully, we can find one of them. <laughs> you won't find that. It don't that exist. was a moment, and it don't exist. That's like one of the moments in your lifetime where it's like, dang, I really wish I would have got that moment on camera. But it's just like, boom, you're just gonna have to live with the memory. You take it for what it is, yep, and, and just go on and keep it moving, man. Yeah, man, facts. So, who did you listen to growing up, bro? Who? Uh, so I growing up, I listened to a lot of. Luther Vandross, uh, Barry White. I used to mock Barry White just because, like, his ba- uh, like mm-hmm. his bassy voice and stuff. Yeah. And so I used to entertain my parents by doing stuff like that. By, right, right. you know, by uh, saying, Oh, you keep telling me this and telling me that. And my mom used to get a kick out of me, like, doing stuff like uh-huh. that for real. So she used to take me and put me in front of, like, the family. I was like, look at my son. He can sing like Barry White. <laughs> <laughs> And so, uh, she used to uh, put me in front of the family stuff during Christmas. And plus, like when I used to like go to like my doctor's appointments as a kid with my mom and go to work with my mom, I used to like every time I would hear music and stuff. So like uh, songs like Juicy Fruit, uh, Whitney Houston, uh-huh. uh, Biggie Smalls, uh, Sheesh, uh, Jaheem, Music Soul Child, all those old Donnell Jones. Like, the list goes on and on mm-hmm. and on for like people that i listened to as a kid right because uh, my mom was in the 50s so it was like i got a chance to listen to a little bit of the supremes a little bit of this a little bit of that and mm-hmm. so bro like but walking on the street i always used to like just get trapped yeah in the music and entertaining and just like something took over me bro i used to walk down the streets in new york and stuff with my mom and i used to just break out dancing and stuff mm-hmm. attracting crowds my mom was like boy i should have got a hat out for you that day <laughs> So, what was the moment in time when you decided that uh, you wanted to take your music career serious? Um, I definitely would say, like I said, it was definitely when I um, did my first, uh, wrote my first song uh, back in 2017 called Stay With Me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was the first time that I think for me, I realized that I got something. Right. And I'm willing to pursue it. And I think that was an eye-opener for me. That was an eye-opener? Yeah. Okay, okay. Stay with me is not on the um 
Lionheart, no. It's, it's not. You, you got to, You got to find it on SoundCloud. It's on SoundCloud. It's on SoundCloud. Only on SoundCloud. Only on SoundCloud. SoundCloud exclusive. SoundCloud exclusive. That okay. was the first track that I dropped on SoundCloud, along with uh, I did a cover called uh, for John Legend called So High, and they actually took it down because it was like it's copyright. But I was like, it's uh, a cover. Mm-hmm. But anyhow, right, they right, took right. it down because I guess it was just that good, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, man, you, know, you, you, you <laughs> so well made that to uh, to ja- uh, Jacquees, man. <laughs> Take that shit down. <laughs> I, I'm not trying to be. I'm not trying to be uh, a Jacquees out here. Just the king of R and B, right? The, the king of R and B, trying to do. No, we gonna get into that. We gonna get that. Man, look, matter of fact, we gonna jump down. In your opinion, who is the king of R and B? Oh my goodness. You think Jacquees got that title? How I about think, you? You think you? What you think? What you think? What you think? I definitely don't think he got the title. You don't think he got the title? No. Self-proclaimed, no. You um, know. I think that. I don't know. I just think like you know he got a little bit more work to do as far as like just mm-hmm. building a name for himself for his original work, and I think that'll make the difference for him. Um, yeah, and being the king because I I don't think he's a bad singer mm-hmm. at all. Right. Um, I think he's a great singer, but I think right now what people are, aren't understanding is that he does a lot of cover work, and so it's hard for people to accept you as a king when you don't have. Mm-hmm. Like your own work doesn't show yeah. for itself, yeah. so I think that's what he needs. It's just his own work to like show for itself. Yeah. I mean, in my opinion, I would say I would I would give him the title as the king, only for reason why because he 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 said it himself, yeah. right? Now until someone comes up and literally takes it from him, then like I, look, you got you you got the title. Yeah. Ain't no one responded and say you know what? Nah, my guy, I'm the king. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and literally came up and went the, you know went the war and like give me my shit. But I don't know because it's just till like, that happens, I feel like yo, he got it. I, I don't know because in my opinion, I do feel like humility goes a long way. Like I don't see like we not well. People say we don't have they didn't have social media back then, but mm-hmm. come on, we had a lot of great male singers. Of course, of course, of course. And, and there's people that could probably out sing Jacquees. Mm-hmm. I mean, stuff, but I mean, I'm reminded back when went back when Hove. Uh, first said that you know he was going to retire. This was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Now this is way before social media, right? This has been back when you know they had one six in park on BET. Right, right, right. Now as soon as I remember him saying that you know he was going to go retire, like within the uh, within not, uh, not, a, not a week later, Lil Wayne came out of nowhere and, and proclaimed himself as the, the greatest rapper alive. And he definitely is a a, a, right? a, a rap legend. He is. He's a rap legend. But my whole thing is like my whole thing is like you have to. You have to, you have to, you know, you you have to claim it for yourself. Yeah. And until someone can step in and take it from you, then but, you, then then you know, you then you hold that title. But see when, but but see when Lil Wayne proclaimed that Jay Z had already given him the title though, because even Jay Z didn't, didn't give it. Jay Z backed out. He said, "Look, I'm done. I'm retiring." But he did. And so but now he I'm said, a, but, but he no? but he did say that. Lil, if Lil Wayne keep going in the direction he's going, like he can definitely take over the rap game. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what it did. Like you think about the top three rappers in today's industry. Uh, or the top three. Oh, Drake got that. Legend, legend rappers. You got Jay Z, Lil Wayne, Ti. Those are the top three rappers that people talk about all the time, right? Because you don't like, think Drake in that conversation? Well, I'm saying, I'm saying for like, wait, wait. I'm about, oh, okay. to, say I'm about to break it down. Wait, okay, so, break it down for me. So you got those three, and they're like they're from like the early like you know '90s mm-hmm. and '90s era. Then we got Drake coming in 2000 along with Drake, J Cole, and Kendrick Lamar. Okay. That's like your next Lil Wayne, Jay Z, and Ti, bro. Like l- lyrically profound, like people who are actually like not trash rappers, like actually good rappers, spitting more than just 
words they spit in a message like mm-hmm. you have to find the message within the words and like i yeah. think i think drake j cole and kendrick lamar are by far far like top tier rappers like they're setting themselves up to be legends and icons okay okay what does jacef come in that conversation at for r&b yeah. r&b legends where you at in that conversation? Jay Swift, Jay Swift is about to be the next king of R and B. Hey, you see what I'm saying? Self proclaim. You gotta claim for yourself. Speak that shit into existence. Hey, listen, I'm about to be the next king of R and B. Okay, like this, this wait, this wait. I just, but it's not something that I would proclaim. Like I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I will. I you ain't, you, you know, wife. you ain't, you ain't going like King Kong and got right. that no me my, type. So there's a difference between uh, what they said, uh, notoriety, mm-hmm. and respect, like. Notoriety is your work, and it's gonna speak for itself. Right. And I'd rather have notoriety and let my work speak for itself, and let the people give me the mm. give me that 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 crown, than to turn around and and take the crown and then have all these people saying, "Oh, because I mean, people, of course, people are gonna talk regardless." Oh, yeah. people, but at yeah. the same time, you know, if you really love something, something, it's, your work is gonna speak for itself Facts. regardless. Like, Facts. Grammy nominated. Like, who would have ever thought Ella May coming all the way from Britain? Mm-hmm. Will come through and be two-time Grammy nominated. Come on, right? Meanwhile, Jacquees out here, he done stole the girl song and mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no Grammy nomination yet. You gotta uh, let yeah. your work speak for itself. Like facts, he's facts, a great facts. artist, but uh-huh. you gotta just let your you got some work speak. to do. Yeah. All right. So tell me, tell me about your name. How'd you get the name Jay Swift? Oh my goodness! So it started out as a joke. Really? <laughs> yes. What was the joke? <laughs> so uh, one of my uh, frat brothers. Um, we were in a group message one day, and he was like, "He was like, Joe, mm-hmm. man." He said, "You know what'd be dope?" He said, "If your name was, if your name was Swift, you just change the name to Jay Swift, and uh, kind of like Taylor Swift, but you reject Jay Swift." And I was like, mm. "And so it was originally like meant to be a joke." And I was like, "Okay, well, I like that though." So instead of putting the T on it, I'm gonna just add the F and make it different and unique to the mm-hmm. world. Right, right, right. And so that's essentially how that name was born out of basically a joke. Huh. Okay, yeah. I've you know back in my days, man. I used to I used to try to mess with the um with the rap game. Yeah, yeah. Long time Let ago. Drop some bars for me, bro. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Enough to have me embarrass myself. <laughs> no, on, but I had man. I had multiple names, but I, yeah, I'm not even going. Well, you know what? I'm not, I'm not going to even do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not doing it. Come I'm on, not going to do it to you myself. You got to oblige the audience. You got to you got to oblige them, the I'll, crowd. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll pee. I'll tell you what my rap name used to be. What did it used to be, my boy? Used to be Master Killer. Master Killer? Master Killer. I ain't never killed a person in my life. <laughs> but you could have killed, killed the rap bars. Yeah. I was, Ooh, I was killing them with the bars, bars though, man. Give them straight bar bars. Yeah. Before <laughs> trap music came out, man. You know? You know? <laughs> now, watch, now watch everybody hit me in my DMs. You're like, nah, nah, nah. You know you lie. Listen, listen, listen. Hey, I, ain't cap, listen. I ain't got a cap. Don't listen to the haters and naysayers, nah. man. I have composition notebooks in the attic. Listen, oh my goodness. Speaking of composition notebooks, I remember as a kid growing up, I used to be interested in the rap game mm-hmm. as a kid growing up. And I used to uh, I used to have this Mickey Mouse book that said, yeah. uh, that it spoke about like time. Like if you sleep too much, mm-hmm. you waste time, basically, mm-hmm. is what the message was. Yeah. And I used to write inside that book all the time because I used to want to be a rapper. And then I found out, yeah, not so much. No? Yeah. yeah. Look, so hey. it, it, look, it, one of my boys up in New York, actually, he told me, hey, look, anybody can really be a good rapper, man. All they do is take time and dedication, make mm-hmm. like, constant work at your craft. Yep. You know, because look, everybody, look, Drake wasn't Drake overnight. 
Yeah. The Drake we know overnight. You know, hey, he started somewhere. Yeah. You know? You got to perfect You got to think of the bar all the way back from Degrassi. He probably wasn't... He probably had the, the shittiest bars back then. Listen, that, I hate when people say, oh, yeah, Drake was in the wheelchair. Drake wasn't always in a wheelchair, you guys. Like, you, if you don't know Drake, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know he wasn't in the wheelchair the whole time in the garage. <laughs> right, right. And they steady want to say, oh, yeah, the guy in the wheelchair. <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> Man, all right. So, musically, what would you say your, your sound comes from? Hmm. I don't, and maybe that, I don't know. Because, like, for me, it's like, I think my sound comes from like a lot of what I listen to. So like I listen to a lot of gospel. Mm-hmm. I listen to a lot of R&B. And I just kind of started getting into listening to rap music. So I would definitely say that my sound is, is unique in a way, in a sense that I think I had the potential to cross over into many different genres of music, not just one specific box mm-hmm. so i wouldn't be i feel like if i felt like i wanted to do a project that was strictly r&b i could do it if i want to do a project that was pop like i feel like i have they're just bags you can go into in any, yeah, any given like, time you know like because i listen to so much different kinds of music like, i don't just listen to like oh like you know i listen to uh to Taylor, the taylor swift's the ariana grande's the the jonas brothers the mm-hmm. nick jonas the dang um Rascal Flats, country singers, and and uh, of the world, and look, maybe even a little bit of like soft rock and stuff. So I just mm-hmm. listen. To, I just have a huge sound um, that I listen to, and so I feel like I can learn from everybody. And so I think my my style is is unique in that I honestly believe that I had the potential to to cross over to any genre I want to. Okay. And do it effectively. Okay, so. What would you? What artists would you say um, help influence your sound? Like, uh, and uh, yeah, I will say that. Uh, Who makes artists, your list? Put it that way. The artists that really helped me influence my sound on this too. Uh, there is Smokey Norfolk, the gospel artist, because um, I actually learned how to do a lot of my runs and stuff from him, mm-hmm. um, and just listening to him and, and trying to replicate what he did mm-hmm. um and then john legend is another artist that uh, i look i look up to and i look forward to the day where like somebody calls and say hey we're honoring john legend can you come out and perform one of his songs and i'm all gung-ho for that but i'm yeah I, i'll be ready and down to perform a john legend song in a heartbeat like john legend is my go-to artist um as he's an idol yeah, like, you know, I really do have a lot of respect for his sound. Like, we'll have to tag John Legend all in this video. Please. <laughs> See if we can get it. <laughs> please. Uh, I, lo- I Listen, I really do have a lot of respect for John Legend. Also, um, no no lie, I listened to uh, a lot of Beyonce growing up. and, and Doesn't and, everybody? Yeah. and, and but <laughs> Everybody listen to it. Hey, look, you, you, you can only avoid the hive for so long. Like, it, it's going to, it's, it, you can't, you, you can't fight it. But I don't think I listen to, like, Beyonce in respect to, like, learning, like, from her vocally. I think I listen to her in respect to learning from her and her work ethic. Mm-hmm. It's so crazy. Whoa, whoa, yeah, yeah. And that's something that I respect her as an artist is because, like, that work ethic that she has is so it's so strong and it's so crazy. And it's like, dang, like, you know, if I want to be great, like, I have to study these other great people and I have to get like them and I have to put that work in and, mm-hmm. and get that. And so I think... When I think of artists and lists and stuff like that, like those are the artists that come to my mind. Of course, Whitney Houston, uh, that's somebody that I grew up on, Luther Vandross, mm-hmm. uh, Jamie Foxx, 
I love Jamie Foxx and I love his his comedies and stuff like that. Like uh, Tank, I think Tank is definitely like one of those vocal Bible belts. Mm-hmm. Kiki Wyatt, <laughs> sheesh. You did a song with Kiki, didn't you? Oh no, this no. is not not that Kiki. Oh, okay, this I'm talking about Kiki Wyatt. Oh, okay, she's, okay. Uh, the, uh, she did the song with Avant. Um, okay, 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 okay. Uh, nothing in this world. Okay, I don't know if you remember? That. Yeah, I've heard it. Yeah. yeah. So that like artists like that is who I look up to because they they have that sound and mm-hmm. they, and a lot of them have church background outside like maybe like not really Beyonce but a mm-hmm. lot of the artists that are named off have church backgrounds. Right. Uh, where they came from the church and shifted over into singing and R&B mm-hmm. and stuff. So. Where do you think the future of R&B is going? Do you think it's going to uh, follow a, a similar path like uh, like how rap music and trap music uh, does? Or do you think it's going to continue? It's so crazy because I was talking with my brother Roman today about it on the way here. Uh-huh. And the thing that he said, the thing that I was talking to him about was I was like, bro, I said, listen to all of these artists that are coming from Britain right now. I said R&B, I feel like it's going in the, the direction of what we're going to call London R&B. And, mm-hmm. and what I mean by that, like, you know, is that the sound that a lot of these London artists are bringing to America is what people are on right now with R&B. Like, you listen to Khalid, even though he's from California, he his sound still has that London feel sound to it mm-hmm. that they're bringing to the table. So... Um, and that's something that I think R&B it's a lot of um, it's a lot of uh, foreign people coming from R and B into you know you got like you said you got the London vibe though you can't you can't knock out Toronto yeah Toronto's yeah. always pushing out pushing out good yeah. people uh, pushing out good people with R and B and then you know? like you got like you listen to everybody like the R and B sound is it's changed and, and it's so dope where where R and B is at right now like the sound like you listen to people like Brent Brent Fiaz, um, Daniel Caesar Khalid. Uh, mm-hmm. You think we're gonna get like a merger of between trap music and uh, R and B? That's what that's that was my goal. That's my goal as an artist is to merge to be the a gap. trap R and B artist. To not to be a specific a trap to be that middle ground. Okay. So like where you can get on a trap beat and you can actually like drop some raw raw vocals. Like yeah, I'm talking about like yeah, like you can actually sing on that. So like give R and B like I think that's the direction I want to go in is be that person. Like it's not. It's not this. It's not old school R and B. It's not that trap soul R and B, but it's like right there in the middle. Okay. Okay. So, all right. So, uh, have you think? Have you have you faced any resistance come in the uh, music industry? Would you say? Yes. Oh my God. So, just a couple of weeks ago, um, I sent a song out and got it played on a radio station in Atlanta. And wait, hold on. Wait. Pause. 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 You on the radio now too, huh? <laughs> when you was gonna tell me this? I didn't know you was on the radio. I was on the radio. Um, <laughs> I, I'm on my bad. Uh huh. You're bad, huh? My bad. But anyhow, um, so it was this station called Illa Kill, and they uh, basically they killed my song. They killed my song. Say now, and they said that, and the DJ and the actual dish, uh, uh, radio guy personality, he actually said that I was a trash artist. He said, yeah, you're a trash artist. He said, I think the male singer on this is a trash artist. And hmm. I was like, dang. And all the other people, like, but they was, he was also mad because my supporters and my bros and stuff actually got on there. And they was flooding, like, the Instagram feed and stuff like that. Like, we want Jay Swift. We want Jay Swift. So that pissed him off. So he was like, so in the end, he was like, you know, I don't have no choice but to turn. I'm going to give you a little bit of spins on the radio, but I'm not going to put you in the rotation, rotation. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, that's fine. But you recognize that. 
I have a support team already. I support system. Right. Group of people that support me. And on that day, that really showed me that there is a large group of people. Like, we had, like, what, 20-something people online mm-hmm. that day who, like, tuned in. And I'm just like, dang, 20 people tuned in. Imagine 20 people like-minded, just like those set of 20 people, going to 2 million, going to 2 billion people. Right, right. Like, it's the lim- there's no limits. Like, there's probably 2 billion people or 20 million people that will love my sound. Mm-hmm. So just because he says I'm a trash artist doesn't mean everything hey, look, thinks the same. Look, make him regret it. Oh, he's going to. Oh, he's definitely going to regret it. <laughs> he's definitely going to regret it. <laughs> Those facts, bro. Facts. <laughs> he is definitely going to regret it, bro. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't want to leave you out in the cold, Roman. You know, I mean, we, we've been getting into the uh, into the conversation with him and the music, his music background as a trainer, right? Specifically as his trainer. He give, he gives you any resistance? And what do you mean by that? Like he fighting with you with um in the gym? I mean, like he don't want he don't want work out today. I feel like at first when we first started training a lot and stuff, he would he would kind of be resistant towards it, but mm-hmm. then he just started going after it. Yeah, he just took away the emotion from it, and just kept hitting it. It's like he's got to keep doing a little every day, mm-hmm. and. That's for anything with music or what you're doing. You yeah. got to keep at it every day. Yeah, you, just gotta be, like you gotta be consistent. Got to. Yeah, and that's that's really what the hardest thing I find. You know, with with, with anything that we're really going to, with, you know, it's really being consistent with anything. Yeah. You know, like whether it's you producing content for you know for social media for people, to, for social media YouTube, and for people to watch. Whether it's you doing music, you know, or just anything that you producing content for other people to consume. It's always got to be buck consistent. And that, that's how you get that blue verified check. Yes. You listen, know, that's I'm, how you get uh, go, get viral. You got to be consistent. Because if you're not consist- consistent, they're not going to find you. Well, you I know? got the blue check on Spotify. Do you? I do. <laughs> Shit, I'm, I'm lacking, man. I need to give me a blue check. <laughs> I got you know? verified on Spotify. I was so grateful. Like What? I did. You didn't make, uh-huh. no, you didn't make no video popping popping the champagne bottle? I'm verified, no? No, yeah. you, know, you know. You know, I'm one of those people, like, I'm not a social media junkie, so I don't really, I don't never really broadcast a whole lot, like, and I think that's another reason why, like, it's, I, I don't know, I make it hard for, like, people to really connect with me and stuff is because, like, I'm not like, oh, I gotta be on social media. Let me go do this Instagram live. I just want, I want to live my life. I want to enjoy myself. I don't feel like I gotta post every moment. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been down in New Orleans and took the whole drive. I was not posting the whole drive, bro. I just enjoyed the moment and enjoyed the drive. And sometimes I think people get so caught up in social media that you really do need to take the time out just to enjoy the drive, like mm-hmm. enjoy the journey. Like you don't have to post everything on social. Oh yeah, I don't. I, we, well, one thing I do, I don't like posting is them them car rides. Yeah. Oh yeah. With the music, like I hate that. Wait a minute, cause I do that. <laughs> I, hate, I hate that. <laughs> Wait, I do that. <laughs> I do that, man. Listen, I know you see my Instagram. Story, so I see wait. your Instagram. So, CJ, you just took a shot at me. No, no, no shot, no shot. No shot taken. Because you know I what? don't do it. Listen, because you know what? That's exactly what you just did. You said the Instagram stories with the. I be riding. You see me riding in my car playing the music. I be shouting other artists out. <laughs> you see how this man doing this now? I tell you, I didn't mean it like that, brother. It be your own people. <laughs> I did, man. So, you know, uh, really, well, you know what I was what I was saying is that you won't see me really driving, driving. You know, you know, uh, looking at the camera 
looking at the road through my through, through my own iPhone camera because I'm mm-hmm. supposed to be watching the road. Yeah, yeah, safety first. Yeah, you know, try to trying to lip sync to some Drake or some J Swill. I'm like, man, I gotta. This man gonna have me get a whole crash. Man, listen, my bad, brother, my bad. You know what? You're right, though. You see, you just made me think about stuff like that. Now, now I gotta stop. Now I gotta stop. No, do you? Do you? Now I gotta, do now you? I gotta stop helping the people hey. understand that safety hey. is first. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, we don't want you losing the cars again. Hey, li- listen, it's not gonna happen. Listen, I was that was whew. that was rough. hey, listen. I, if anything y'all do remember anything I say just remember everybody go through a rough patch and a rough season you just gotta stick with it you gotta fight through it like and that's what I'm doing I've been fighting through it and, and now I'm in the I'm in the birthing season is what I've been telling my bro and blessings is on the way I can't tell everybody blessings all 2019 listen bro hashtag so much good news I'm just ready to share it with the world but I got I can't I can't I can't mm-hmm. I gotta be patient I gotta wait and on that, but y'all gonna see though. Oh, but you know you gotta use that law of attraction though to you to your benefit, man. Yeah. Speak at the speak into existence because you know we as human beings we have the ability to whatever we our thoughts and our well and our words what we say we can manifest those into action. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. so if you say you want to do something and you constantly saying and you kind of speaking your in your subconscious mind, you're gonna be like it's gonna get to work. And you're gonna constantly, you know, you're gonna figure out how to get it, make it happen for yourself. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. You it's know? the creative power, power we have. Oh yeah, like, just like God said, let there be light, and there was light, and that's the same power that's in us. Right. So speak what you want, not what you don't want. Right. Which is why you gotta be extreme. Which is why we have to be extremely careful what we say. Yep. You know, if you stay, you know, if you constantly think negative and you speak negative, negative will happen to you. You listen. know. Listen, bro. I've been there so many times, and I'm just. Like I said again, like I'm, I'm really grateful, and that's why another reason, I, again, like I harp on, everything don't have to be posted on social media, man. Like you you've gotta enjoy the moment. Like so many people are like, tuned in the social, social media is one big highlight reel. Yeah, like and just and just highlight the the the, the, the bigger moments in your life. They everybody has big moments mm-hmm. in certain seasons in their life. Highlight those moments, but you don't have to highlight every single moment in your life. Like just be mindful. Sometimes you gotta learn how to just shut your mouth and chill and stay quiet, stay low to the ground. And mm-hmm. when it's time for you to post that big moment, you'll know when to post it. Mm-hmm. What is that? Close that door, please. He saw, I think he put shoes in the dryer. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. What is it? Oh, he's vacuuming something. Okay, so. Explain your writing process, bro, Whew. to me. How do, you, how, do you, how do you make your lyrics? Like, come up with your lyrics that you put in your song. <laughs> My writing process um, is crazy because all these these questions, like, I literally, like, my Roman right here, brother, man, like, this man really, like, we have deep, long conversations about relationship problems and mm-hmm. stuff that be going on in our lives and stuff like that. And to be honest with you, like, the stuff that we talk about in our conversation is what goes into my writing process. Like, uh, there's this new song I wrote that's called I Do. Um, and I'll be releasing that in 2019. Okay, we got a date on that one. <laughs> we have a date on that. We do have a date on that. What's the date? Drop the date. <laughs> drop the date. Ah, <laughs> I don't want to drop the date. Oh, you don't want to drop the date on this. Uh, but it's, it's, it's a new song called "I Do," and that song was born out of like looking at the concept between love versus lust. Like you mm-hmm. don't know if you like you love this person, but like you see something else, and it's like, dang, I'm in lust with that person. Right. I love this person, 
but at the same time, I'm less than after that person. As right. Well. So like you caught like in the middle of these two opposing forces, um, and that was born out of our conversations and stuff that we had um, mm-hmm. about own personal relationships and stuff like that. Yeah. So a lot of times my writing process comes from like personal experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, like for instance, Lionhearted. All those songs were, in my in a sense, like kind of like, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't really know how to describe it. Oh, I like just kicking it with somebody and and like thinking about when you with somebody, you think about them all day long, and it's like, dang, like all I want to do is just kick it with you and just chill, have a good time, vibe with you. That's it. Like, yeah, take trips with you, like kind of kind of chill. Um, and that's what oh, I like, you know, was kind of born out of. So, my writing process is definitely personal experiences uh but also other people's experiences as well okay so wait, wait before we i get access next question y'all line brothers aren't y'all we are we are yeah. which what's y'all numbers i'm the tray of the line okay six how long how big was y'all line we had nine people on our line. nine man well myself and my eight other lbs and, and they all shout out to my bros okay they uh they all Definitely grinding, working hard, um, and doing what I got to do. I got my brother, uh, Cam. He's our tail. And he's actually working on becoming the next big film director. So, um, And then I have my other brother. Like He works with BMW, and he's um, phenomenal at his job. And, yeah. Uh, he's great at it. And then I have a couple other brothers. Um who working hard question you know, Roman and Alpha Fit like I just think like right now like all my brothers are really in like trying to get in their bag mm-hmm. everybody yeah secure the bag that's, what, that's really what our 20s and 30s is about Yeah, really so, I'm gonna say our whole life is about securing that bag cause I don't wanna be 65 and still trying to secure my, my multi-billion dollar deal mm-hmm. when I could be 45 have a multi-billion dollar deal and then next thing you know I'm chilling at 65 and living my best life right so I want I want to relax and see some hey. I want to, I want I don't want to have to work. I just want to take trips and stuff like that. When that great getting up morning come and God call my number. Mm-hmm. Check up the deuce, but at least I'm live <laughs> life and I change lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, what was the best piece of advice you probably you got from anybody in the industry? Hmm. Um, recently, I actually got some actually great advice, and they told me they said, even if. We don't officially work together or not, or not. Whether we work officially work together or not, I want you to never give up because they was like, I think you have the potential to be the next big thing. Who was that? It's a secret. Secret. Man. But this is somebody you, who's been in the industry for a minute now. For a minute. But you, you holding secrets. <laughs> Ain't giving us no nothing exclusive. <laughs> um, I mean, I could give you the exclusive, but, you know, sometimes, you know, you just got to... You'll get the exclusive on the next floor. Right? On the ne- okay, I will. I'm holding pro- that. I will promise. I'm holding that. I'm holding that. Next interview when, when the yeah. new when the, when the new EP or new album drop. Yes, when he come get, back, you, you will get the exclusive. How about that? But <laughs> sounds like a plan to me, brother. But yeah, definitely that was the best bit of advice I got, and and it spoke volumes because this is, this is somebody that's been in the industry for mm-hmm. over twenty something years, and so. For them to give me confirmation that, you know, I really do have something, I really do have talent, mm-hmm. um, that motivates me and that encouraged me to, like, just keep the fight and keep going. Um, and that's something that, and that's why I'm so excited about. Right, because, it, you know, it, make, it makes you feel good when you have people that, like, 
when people actually listen to you and they can hear you. Yeah. And they and you know, and someone who's offering you advice actually carries weight. Yeah. You know? And so, um don't you know, don't be surprised. Like I think um it's coming soon. It's coming very, very soon. And I just want, you know, people to know that, you know, I've been working and and I'm grateful and I feel like doors have been open and not just working on like the music side, but working on the like the spiritual side of things. Mm-hmm. Working on like the physical side of things, like me, like working out consistently and stuff yeah. like that with my trainer, um, my brother. Um, Shout out to and, Roman and my and my close friend. And I, you know, and I know I'm putting a lot of emphasis on on, on his program because his program really works. What's the program, man? <laughs> it's it's called Alpha Fit. Okay. Yeah, it's just designed to motivate and inspire people through fitness. Okay. Really help people dig down deep inside themselves, really realize who they are. Because it's like when you're working out, you're not just working out your body, you're exercising your will. You can tell a lot by a person about how they look unless they have, like, something wrong with them. Right, it's right. It's your willpower. Like, what are you going to do? Like, right. Go get it. So, in your program, do you also do you incorporate everything, where, so, you know, going to the gym, eating right, and everything, too? Yep, and... Yeah, I actually work with a certified nutritionist that okay. just deal with the meals. So it's like, it's not just me. I, I look at outfits like a whole big family because mm-hmm. everybody got like different functions. Everybody play a big part in the people I train, clients, yeah. people that should support me. So I just, I just go for the spiritual, mental, and physical side of everything. Okay, so how can someone join Alpha Fit? You you join outfit. I mean, if you just interested in like workout plans, just any type of advice, like mm-hmm. just talk to me. I love people, and I yeah. wouldn't have anybody hit him up on his social media. In other words, that's what it means, right? <laughs> that's basically, what he's telling you. Hey, <laughs> jumping them DMs, ladies, 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 and fellas. I and promise fellas. you. I promise you. Like, I I don't I don't I don't talk up people just to talk up people for the sake of it. But like, literally, like. Being a part of like Alpha Fit and working out and stuff like that, actually, that's what, like I said, that motivation and stuff like that from that is what helped me to get to where I'm at today. Like, so it works and it's a good program and it gives you the enthusiasm, it gives mm-hmm. you the encouragement and allows you to build yourself up and work on you. And, and that's what I, I value about his brand so much uh, that his brand fed me, helped me to feed my brand and my dream. Right. That's what it's all about, helping each other, helping each other, you know, and getting rid of that crab in the barrel mentality, mm-hmm. you know, that plagues our uh, our culture so heavily, yes. Yes. you know. I can't stand it when, you know, when, when, when we do that to each other, man, because just because you see, I see my brother doing great, man. I'm like, why do I have to, why do I have to hate on my brother? Yeah. yeah. Why can't I help him? Because, you know, the other races ain't doing that. Right. They helping each other. And while we sitting here getting, being jealous of one another and holding each other back. Man, why don't you push your brother, push him up? Because when he gets to the top, you know, maybe he, hopefully, he'll look back and reach, reach that hand out. Absolutely, absolutely, I agree. I agree one hundred percent. You know, because you know, I, I've heard, I've heard, you know, the best way to uh, make it to the top and make your have your dreams become a reality is to help someone else achieve their own oh, dreams. Yeah. I agree. You know, I feel like we in the age of comparison. Everybody just trying to compare themselves. Nobody just really see the uniqueness in themselves. Mm-hmm. Like every dream, every purpose, and everything that we like think about, dream about, it's like mm-hmm. ours to do. Nobody else dreamed the same thing. Right. And that's what I tell my brother Joe. Like with this music stuff, people are not going to see your vision, but it's not theirs to see. Facts. You see? If they, look, if they don't see it, man, fuck their eyesight, right? <laughs> hey, 
And that's how you got. That's how you got to look at it, man. Like, and I, I, and I'm at a point now in my life where I think I do have so many influential people, not just Roman, but like, uh, like another one of uh, Roman's friends that actually I we actually are cool now because of Roman. Mm-hmm. Um, they motivate me too, like just to like keep going and not listen to like the the negative stuff people got to say. Um, and just like having other people in my corner who like you know believe in me, and I think in this season right now, I'm definitely at a place where I'm watching who's in my circle. Mm-hmm. Um, my circle is very small. Right. I don't I don't spend a lot of time with a lot of people. I think I spend more time with my brother mm-hmm. uh, than I do with anybody else. And of course, that makes other people mad. Of course. And so because it's like, dang, like every time you come to town, the only person you're hanging out with is Roman. But at the end of the day. I think people I mean you gotta be selective with your time because everybody is everybody's not gonna value your vision and your dream the way you value it for yourself. Right. So and and that's one of the things that, you know, like they don't understand yet is that it's not that I'm trying to distance myself from you, it's just that right now like I have a vision and I have to protect my energy and I have to protect my space. Focus on you in order for it to happen and I can't have anybody and anyone in my circle that's gonna jeopardize that for me. All right. Not even myself. Like I won't even allow myself to jeopardize it. So that means watching my space and my my circle is probably like a little small period on the hmm. paper right now. Like that's how small. My Few people. <laughs> All right. So where do you see yourself going with your music, man? Like, what is your biggest goal in this industry that you Ooh. want to accomplish? For my biggest goal in the industry, I honestly want to say that the crowd that I seen Khalid have when he was performing. Is the kind of crowd that I want to perform in front of because that means I have a huge platform and that means that so many people are paying attention to me and I want to be able to not just perform the music but I want people when they when I perform music I want them to be and end up that moment in time mm-hmm. and enjoy that moment in time like not worrying about oh dang I got bills I got issues I got this going on I got that going on no I want you to enjoy that this moment in time be present in the moment have a good time enjoy your life because it's in those moments that we we find peace and we find happiness. Right. And the world just doesn't seem as bad when you have positive moments like that. So that's the kind of impact I want to make with my music. And so, um, and of course doing other things, but that's where I see myself with my music. Making a huge impact on large groups of people. Okay, yeah, man. Because, I, 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 you know, I, I'm not going to lie. I slick, I have some, some slick jealousy towards artists, though. Because... And this is I mean I mean let me justify my reasoning because y'all have the ability to write around to y'all unreleased music. <laughs> right? Yeah. Y'all get to turn up to your unreleased music while we're turning up to the old stuff that y'all been put out. And y'all have <laughs> y'all have y'all cell phone filled with unreleased crap. He's like, do. oh they don't know nothing about this. They don't. They don't. And then have the nerve, the gall, the audacity. <laughs> To release a snippet on, on social media <laughs> and just give us a damn teaser like <laughs> So y'all can get so y'all DMs can just go out of crazy man look is that new? Listen. When that coming? Listen. You know, honestly bro, I'm I'm not even gonna lie to you, like bro. Like, I you've done it several times. I've seen you I, do I've it. I've done it. But bro, like my DMs gonna be going crazy, bro. I wish, bro. I want to get not that yet. Point. They gonna they gonna get that. Get to that point. Cause I know damn well I sent you some damn DMs about you did, it. You did, you did. That, it wasn't. There's been a few people, and I'm grateful for those few people. Like 
I think people like you know, and, and even and even and even if people don't ask me like on on social media, like people a lot of times will come to me face to face and they be like, Joe, like you always in Spartanburg, you always doing this, you always doing that, like you must be you must be working on some new music or something like that. And you would be correct. I am working on some new music. I just need you to just be patient. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Joe, when are you releasing this new music? Be patient because I'm trying to make my this next track better than the last. So all you got to do constant elevation. Yeah. How often do you go in the studio, bro? Ooh, this year, this month, this last two months alone, I think I went to the studio three times for one song. Okay. Three different times for one song. And I got like three different drafts of it. And a final draft of it, so that just just, just got four, just four different versions. You four, know which one you're four, gonna put out. Four different versions of the song, and it's not even like bad versions. Like each time I went to the studio, I added something different. Or each mm-hmm. time I went to the studio, I, add, I gave it more, more life than I did the first time. And so now I think on this final mix, um, this is it. And then like, I just got so much in store for you guys. Like you know, oh my goodness, I just <laughs> so much for 2019. Oh, we're gonna get into that, man. So, since you want, since you're bringing up 2019, man, what are some of your, uh, what some of y'all new goals, and what are you looking forward to for 2019, bro? You want to go first? Yeah, yeah you probably got a list. You. <laughs> well, and well, my 2019. I make just... sure you lean to the mic for me, though, bro. Let me make sure you catch it. Well, honestly, with my 2019. All the battles I've been facing, like, over my lifetime, it's like, like, changes starting to happen. So, like, mm-hmm. 2019, just full of, like, just change, growth, and taking the eyes off yourself and just focusing and loving, like, other people. Yeah. Like, when you take the eyes off yourself and look at other people's problems, help other people with their problems, your problems get better. Right. And then it's like, it's just constant flow in the universe, and then blessings just coming and flooding in. And just abundance. You put in what you put out. Mm-hmm. Put in what you put out. I mean, God even said we're a royal priesthood, church generation. We are kings and queens. We are called to be the head and not to above and not beneath. So that's why I just believe it's this spoken, is it's prophetic. Right. You, you see it, though? Right. Like, I see that. This is why I'm a fit right. Like, who thinks to, like, put this kind of amount of motivation into a speech? But, like, this, this is what I'm fit right. Man, hold on. Uh, please tell me, you... um. You you record you do like uh, front cam motivational speeches on your gram. Yeah, I do. You do sometimes. Yeah. If you ever need motivational man, follow this man. <laughs> Drop the tag one more time for me. What is it? Roman Reloaded underscore. Roman Reloaded underscore. Shit. What about you, bro? Uh, for me, I think for me, like just kind of piggyback on for a little bit what he said, like helping others, bro. Like I, I think I'm a firm believer in that. That's the reason why, like. It seemed like doors and stuff are opening up for me right now is because mm-hmm. I, I'm a firm believer that the universe God will reward you when you are supportive and loving of others. So like if I was just selfish and I was focusing on me and never really supported anybody else, I don't think the doors will open up for me the way they they are about to open up for me or are opening up for me. Um, or I would have an amazing opportunity on the horizon. Right. Um, so for me, 2019 is definitely all about, um, I think it's going to be a little bit more about focusing on me um, and the people that's in my circle and helping them, you know, if if my brand goes up, then I don't have no choice but to help their brand go up. If you because, win, everybody winning. Right. And so that's what I think I'm focused on is I want to win so that way 
they can win too. Mm-hmm. And then also just be the person that's going to leave a mark. Yeah. For other people to leave a footstep or huge foot pr- footprint for other people to follow. Like, I want to be a blueprint for somebody. Yeah. I mean, that's that's really what I'm going towards too, but that's not like, that's like the whole, that's my main, that's my end game for, my, for me. Like, my whole thing is I want to be the most influential black millennial oh, of, our, of our generation, you know? Um, meaning, like, when, when our kids and... You know, and our, our kids and our kids' friends and their kids when they're growing up and they, you know, they watch your videos on YouTube and they, whether it's being an entrepreneur or an attorney or you know, or you know, or an investor, they just go on YouTube and like how to do this. Mm-hmm. I come up and you just see my hundred thousand hours. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You know, um, but that's for me. I, I'm not gonna go on a spill about oh, me. Oh my goodness! I, I could. Know. I can go all day. I can listen, go all day. Listen, I'm talking about me. Listen, but. When I took this job, I was like, Roman, I was like, bro, I got to go down here and I got to I got to link up with my bro CJ and we got to get this interview done, bro, because at the end of the day, bro, when we did the first interview and you put through me on the uh, on your playlist that you have mm-hmm. on iTunes, bro, like, that opened me up to a whole nother market, bro. Like, and when I got my results back and stuff from Apple Music and I seen Baton Rouge on there, I was like, oh, snap. They really playing my music all the way out in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Like so, I remember. Oh, look, I remember. I remember. I saw saw one of my guys, man. One of my boys. He's he's also a frat too. Mm-hmm. I saw him post a um, post a story. He was posting a story about you, um, and I know it was because I put him on the play. I put on the playlist. I guess he he he, he heard it mm-hmm. and then he went straight to it. I was like, yo, and he he called himself singing in the car about it. I was like, man, like singing along, like, <laughs> bro. And it's so crazy because it's just like I know, did that, you know. <laughs> and honestly, bro, like I never get. Uh, a lot of people that send me like videos and stuff of them singing uh-huh. and stuff like that, but it's like always that little that that voice in the back of my mind that said, "Don't even worry about getting that," because guess what? You still you're making you're breaking ground. Like whether people are sending you videos or not, people are actually out there. Oh, fact yeah. So they don't always have to send me a video. And I, a lot of artists like yeah, out, that's out there that's already you know up and coming and stuff like that. They want people to send them like you know that 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 confirmation. Of, hey, like I'm listening. I'm jamming to your stuff. But I don't get those too often. But when I see the results mm-hmm. after the work that was put in again, and I see over eight thousand plays for my first project, like no covers, just all original written music, and ten different countries played my music mm-hmm. from all the way from Japan to back to yeah. the United States. That that's crazy. Like you know, a thousand people, like a thousand minutes. Mm-hmm. Somebody was listening to my songs for a thousand minutes, right? And to yeah, to some people that's not a whole lot, but a thousand minutes—that's a lot of time to be spending listening to someone's work. Like a thousand minutes, right? How many days is that? Like, I, <laughs> we need to figure that out. But yeah, yeah. Oh man, so. <sighs> so let's get let's talk let's talk about the project, man. Mm-hmm. Lionhearted. What's the story behind it? So, Lionhearted was is my first official project that I released to the world, um, and it was the reason why it's called Lionhearted is because it took courage for me to do it, and it mm-hmm. took courage for me to actually release it to people because I was releasing Lionhearted at a point in my life where I was I was low, right? I was 
when I say low, I mean low. I mean, like, again, going back to sleeping on somebody's couch. Mm-hmm. And my life is still not perfect, like, at all. But lighthearted and walking to work every day and getting up and seeing a lot of people pass by me. And they know me. And they know, and I know they know me. And I know they see me walking. And they read that somebody would give me a ride. Or me walking to the grocery store and picking up groceries and stuff like that in order to, in order to have food and stuff with at a job where I was working part-time making $19.13 an hour. Hmm. Like, and still making time to go to the studio and spending money to go to the studio, still making time to pay, my, make sure my cell phone bill was paid because that was the only major relief bill I had so that I have a way of communicating with people. And, yeah, I was I was at my, I was at my lowest when Lionheart was birthed. What was... You, okay, you 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 used this um several you mentioned several times that you was at a low point. What happened? Hmm. If you want if you don't mind talking about that. Um I think what happened for me was that I'll never forget this. Uh I was playing around on the internet and I was doing this little fortune thing and I was like, Will I ever be rich? Mm-hmm. And the fortune came back and it said, When you lose everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I, and I was literally at the point where I had lost just about everything: cars, apartment, sleeping on somebody's couch. Mm-hmm. Almost lost myself mentally, trying to figure out who I am mentally and stuff. And I think that what happened was, you know, a lot of a lot of it was poor choices poor choices and bad decision making but I feel like if I would have never made those bad decisions or what people deem as poor choices and stuff I would have never pursued what I pursued this far I would have never actually got into it like I was supposed to get into mm-hmm. um, and so I think that's the thing that makes it different for me is that even with my poor choices for some reason I kept the faith and I kept fighting the good fight and I stayed consistent I didn't give up even at my lowest Right. So. Okay, man. Well, I'm glad you we coming. You coming on the other side of it, though. I am. You know? I am. I am. I am. You know, like I say, you know, um, in life, there's there's no losses, only lessons. Oh yes, yes. You know, uh, and you like it's it, it really that's just a mindset. You know, like there's people out there that, that really think L stands for losses. You know, and then there's people out there that have the mindset that, that L stands for a lesson. Yeah. You know, you can only you only truly want tr- truly lose. You know, once you decide to quit, and you don't, feel, you don't, you don't get, you don't get up anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, but that, that, you know, a failure can only teach you lesson. Like, you know, if you look, if you, if you, if you were to talk to any any millionaire, or billionaire in the world today, right? They will tell you that they learn way more from their failures than they did from their um, successes. Oh yeah, absolutely. because you know, the more successful, if someone is completely unsuccessful all the time, they get complacent. Yep. You know, they, they, you know, they, they get comfortable. Mm-hmm. Compared to someone who's failed time and time again, they say, "Okay, well, I know not to do something that way, yep. you know." And I need, I learned that, I learned, I learned this, I learned that. Compared to, well, I'm only gonna do what works. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I, I definitely, I definitely learned a lot um, in this season. And 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 the crazy thing about it is, is that I feel I'm the type of person I I learn from everybody. So it's not just you know older people that I can learn from. I feel like I can learn from people that's younger than me. Like. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things I think that helped me keep going is that feel, I was feeling the need to want to better myself, change myself, 
not for all the people, but for me, like, I know, like, certain things hindered, hindered me from getting to where I needed to be. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to change for myself. Yeah. And like I said, I think in that, in my darkest time, I think that's where my true faith was born. Uh, and this goes back to me and my bro, we always have conversations and stuff. And uh, he posted a message one day on his IG feed and he said, uh, uh, doubt, uh, what doubt is faith faith is developed and self doubt. Faith self-doubt. is developed and self doubt? Yeah, faith is developed and self doubt. And and that spoke to me because like I was like I said again, going back to being at a low point, like I would just want my story to be told that, you know, to people so that people really understand like if you put the time in and you consistent with it, that ten thousand hours I went from being a person who people was telling to shut up, you can't do it, to now 8,000 streams and stuff right. on Spotify. So that that just shows like that was the time. That's only that the beginning. In, right. That's, that's only the beginning. beginning. And that was just from the time that I had put in into this craft. And I and I and I tell you I can't tell you how many times during my rough season like I cried. Like there were nights mm-hmm. I cried in 2018 literally like like a big old baby laying in my bed crying trying to figure out like what am I going to do? What's my next move? Mm-hmm. And nobody could no amount of people that I hung out with could help soothe that. No amount of uh, closeness to a single friend could help build me up. But I had to sit down and have a talk with God, bro. Like and yeah. really like pay attention and 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 believe in the things that He gave me to do and be successful with. Like my talents and my gifts and stuff like that are not mine; they're His, and He's protecting them. And right. I'm grateful that uh, I'm on this journey right. with music. I mean, He gave you the idea and the, the idea and the dream for a reason. Yeah. You know? And I feel like, you know, like I said, I'm definitely one of those artists who I want to make a huge impact on the world. I want to help make somebody else's life better. Or that underdog who people are telling they can't do it. Hey, you can do it. Look mm-hmm. at me. Facts. Facts. And I still got, cool. If you go on my Facebook and you type my real name in, you'll see them bad videos, them bad singing day videos. <laughs> they, they, so they do you'll, exist. They do they exist. They do exist. You will find them if you look hard enough. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you, yeah, so what was the post you said? It was faith is developed in self doubt, right? Faith is developed in self doubt. Yeah. Okay, so explain that to the folks, man. Like you don't. What's that mess? What, what's that? What, what, what is the, the, deep, the deep meaning of that message you're trying to portray? All right, so basically, faith is the hope things hope for the evidence of things not seen. Mm-hmm. So how can you have faith in something you already got? Like, how can you have faith if you're just so confident? If you, if somebody got $20 in their hand right now, do you have faith that they going to give you $20? Mm. Like, you, faith is developed when you don't see it. Like, when you got a vision, and it's like, life just keep beating you down. You just keep getting up, and you just like, like, is this for me? It's like right. you're battling with God. You just don't know. And mm-hmm. that's and that's when his strength, that's when he strengthens you. Because his strength work perfect in your weakness. So when you feeling weak, when you feeling so lost, that's when he's just working. Because when you got when you when you confident, that's when pride kick in. When you just real confident, just think you got it all together. Mm-hmm. Then you think you're self sufficient and don't need God. Right. So, yeah, that's what it meant. Okay, man. Yo, that's deep, brother. Oh man. So um, what is the me- back to Lionheart, man? What is the all the 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 deepest the deep message you're trying to portray in your in your in your EP? It's not an album yet. You haven't released. You haven't released an album yet. I did not release an album. EP. Yet. But um, I think the deeper meaning um, is in the title. Everybody, 
in order for you to win in life, you have to have the heart of a lion to, to achieve your goals and, mm-hmm. and to even when it looks like things are stacked against you and, and that a lot of people don't believe in you, you got to believe in you. Um, and I think that's the message that I, you know, the message that I want people to see in the title. Like, it's not just, oh, me singing about love songs and, and wanting to kick it with some girl or mm-hmm. or anything like that. It's It's more than that. It's, it's being hungry even in your storm. Hmm. You always got to remain hungry. Hungry for the things that you want. Hungry for the things that you're chasing after. Because if you're never hungry for it, you're never, you're never going to achieve it. If you never fail at something, you're never going to know what it feel, feels to be successful at it. Facts. So I think, like I said, again, the overall arching, arching me- message in Lionheart is in the title. Like, you've got to have the heart of a lion in order to overcome and achieve. Right, cause let me let me know. I don't know if you watch Animal Planet every now and then. Do you do you, you know how how lions operate? <laughs> yes. You know how successful they are when they you know when mm-hmm. when they, when they go hunting. Yes, they're right. not that successful at all. <laughs> they they miss a lot. They, they, they fail they as, miss, as in their hunts a lot. What I think it's like seventy five percent of their kills they might miss somewhere in that. Ball oh ball yeah, ball. it's it's a, it's it's high. It's it's, it's high. high. But when they do get it, oh, that 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 zebra just tastes that much better. Uh, <laughs> come on, that, that zebra that gazelle <laughs> just tastes that much better when they that, when they get that win. You know, that giraffe, that that hippopotamus. Come on, okay. Man. I don't think they, I don't think they're going after no hippos. Yes, they are. I've, I've seen it. You gotta watch. <laughs> you gotta watch. Well, I don't know. But you know how <laughs> I see. I've seen the hippo go down. I'm playing. The hippo was already down. <laughs> it was down, but not for real though. You're absolutely right though. Like. Mm-hmm. If you really, if you really think about it, like being a lion, like you, you got, you're gonna miss a lot of it. You're gonna miss a lot of things, but the point is that you always try. Always get back up. That's so true. So I think, again, like I said, Lionheart is, is something that's near and dear. There's been plenty of times. Oh my goodness, where I honestly felt like, dang, this, I didn't like my project. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is trash, and I don't know why anybody's listening to it. I thought it was trash. Hmm. Why are you thought it was trash? Because, again, it goes back to self-doubt, not being confident mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. And, and a lot of times, what, what we personally think is trash, mm-hmm. other people see as, damn, I wish, right. I, had, I, right. wish I had this talent or I wish I had this ability. And I think a lot of times we put our, we're so quick to put ourselves down because our expectations that somebody else is out there putting us down. Right. You, but you can't do that. You have, you have to let the market decide what, right. you know, what's hot or not. Yeah. That's so, why I, know, I, I, I tell you all the time. It's like... Don't sit on your music. Yeah, yeah, put it out there. You you make something new, man. Look, if it, unless you're saving it to put it on like a whole EP, like a real big project, man. If you made a single, man, put it out there so other people can hear it because they're gonna be the ones that determine if that's a hot song or not. You can't do that to yourself yeah. because you don't know what someone in Japan or you know or you know all the way in California, someone in Baton Rouge, right? You know, right. Well, you don't know what they think is hot. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I mean, and I, I think, you know, again, and also going back to that radio station, me putting that song on that radio station and having the actual DJ tell me I was a trash artist, I think that... Really 8,000 streams later. ...helped me to understand that, yeah, like, I might, you might feel that way, and there are people that's going to feel that way, but we, you know... You ain't the only one in this world. Right. And don't ever focus on just the negative. Focus on the people who do rock with your music. Right? Mm-hmm. Focus on the people who do... You know, love your sound and stuff like that. Everybody's not gonna love your sound. Everybody don't Shit, love look, Beyonce. Everybody look, don't love Rihanna. True, but look, look, look. You, like you, you won't talk. You're talking about the guy who said you was trash, right? Mm-hmm. You know what happened to Jay Z at the when he first started? 
No, they said he was garbage. They said he was garbage too. Yeah, they did. How many Grammys he got now? A lot. <laughs> okay. He's a, he's a Married to who? Beyonce. Oh, okay. But he's tra- but he was a trash artist, right? He was not look at him. Uh-huh. You gotta be humble before you get exotic. Exactly. Hey, so I mean, like I said, at the end of the day, like I'm just I'm really trying to make an impact on the world. Like I like that comes back. That comes back down to being consistent, though. Like yeah. we were talking about, you like impact is gonna happen. You just gotta keep keep at it and yeah. you know be consistent Absolutely. and always you know portray you know the positive the, you know push positivity. Yeah, you know. I agree. I agree one thousand percent. Like that's one of the things that I love, uh, and I love, and you know, I had to realize too that music is subjective. Everything mm-hmm. is subjective. Like not everybody's gonna like the way he might do his fitness program. Not everybody's gonna like the way I you know. I sign on my music and stuff like that. Some people just say, oh, I can't. I, I hate the way he's saying That's fine. Right. And you're okay and you're all right to have your opinion. And that's fine. You're not you're not stopping my bag. You're not stopping right. my check because there is somebody out there that would think differently. There is somebody out there that will believe in you just like you believe in yourself. So, again, like I said, don't ever. Quit. You ever had to deal with like any like negative sorry, people like real like straight up just negative on social media? No, I actually... You didn't have to deal with, like, no trolls or nothing? I haven't, I haven't experienced trolls yet. I'm, I'm so grateful mm-hmm. that I have not. Like, I've caught my first one. You did? I, I did. I, I caught my first one not too long, like, a while ago. That means that, you know, you're doing something great. When you catch... I promise you, I think I'm probably going to catch... 2019 is probably going to be the year trolls eat something. <laughs> 2019 let, the, uh, let the trolls hit huh? let, let the trolls out the, the trolls is really going to be out because anytime you're connected to such a great destiny I promise you there's always going to there's always 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 you're not doing it right if you don't have negative mm-hmm. people trolling and being negative mm-hmm. you're not doing mm-hmm. nothing you're not doing that oh look yeah look there's <laughs> no way in the world you can say oh yeah I'm great mm-hmm. but you don't have backlash from somebody you right. got to have backlash because guess what Look, hate, hater, you you having haters mean you're doing something right. right. You know, embrace your haters, love your haters. They're doing their job. They have a job to do. Let them do their job. Okay. They should get paid for what they do. Listen, <laughs> I, if I could pay all my haters, I'd be broke. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So, uh, well, I was about to ask. I was about to ask. I was gonna be real good too. Damn, it'll come back. Uh, so, uh. What song would you classify off your EP as your hit single, would you say? I think Fantasy is the hit single. Mm-hmm. Um, have you pushed that one as your own? Um... I have not pushed that. I have not pushed Fantasy. But then also, I don't know. And in my opinion, I honestly feel like Lionhearted has offered so much of a dynamics. Uh, dynamics and sound-wise because like all five songs can be shot to different markets. Right. People. Okay. Let me rephrase that. Which one is going to be the first you do a music video to? Probably none of them. Why? Just, unless you're doing something. Unless you go, you got something that works. You going to do a music I video do, for? I like, do, I do. Oh, have okay. In the works. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, I just want you guys to really understand that you know, 2019 is going to be a year where people are really going to like see like Jay Swift, and they're going to be like, dang, like. And I told my brother, I said, bro, I said, it's going to be like, people are not going to remember me for my past mistakes. All they're going to mm-hmm. be able to say is, damn, I can't believe Joe made it this far. Right. And that's all they're going to be able to say because they're going to be standing there shop all this made, like, trying to figure out, like, how this man even get to where he at today. And for the sake of not sounding like a hater, even my haters are going to have to support me. Mm. 
went. Whew. Ooh, that's deep. When the hater has to get, has to give up the hate spot, he's like, you know what? I'm a fan now. <laughs> Look, because you know nobody wants to be a hater, and I was told that by my brother B Rivers, man. B Rivers told me that he was like, bro. He said you're gonna be good. He said. Don't even worry about the people who hate on you because he said, for the sake of not sounding like a hater, even your haters are going to support you. Mm-hmm. And, bro, that's exactly what I've been seeing. People coming up, people will come up to me now that I had issues with, and they'd be like, you know, I just want to let you know that we don't have no beef or anything like that. We're, we're uh, they, 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 they hate, you know, they hate from afar. Yeah, they hate on social media. But when you're in the room, well, when you're in the room, oh, 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 they're your best friend. Woo, I'm oh, yeah, they're your best friend. And you know, well, not only are they your best friend, they want to get that picture and Which? say, man, you know, that's what they want. <laughs> that's what they want. <laughs> <laughs> they want one of them when they when you're in the room. Hey, I posted that the other day on my Instagram feed, Bishop T. Jakes, bro. I, I listen to a lot of inspirational messages and stuff mm-hmm. through my days and stuff. And Bishop T. Jakes said. People are only your friends. Some people are only your friends when you're in the room. Oh, I saw that. I saw that. I did see that. Yeah. And it's like, that was, that was, and if you didn't get the message, and I'm talking about on, on that one little message, I had, that was the first time that I literally seen where, like, you know how when you turn your Instagram feed into like, mm-hmm. uh, a business account? Yeah. And you see the amount of back taps. I had like, over 55 back taps on that one little post. And it was mm-hmm. like crazy because it's like, normally I don't get that many back taps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not. In my mind, like, I'm not that popping. And, and somebody else in my mind, this man probably think he popping. But in my mind, I'm not that popping. Like, mm-hmm. at all. Like He being humble about it. Um, But 55 back taps on, on the post. And it was like, dang. And I even see one person, they screenshotted it, posted it on their feed, and scribbled. Your name off. My name off. <laughs> and I was like, That's dang. work. That's work. <laughs> that was like, dang. I was like, they couldn't even give me credit for the fact that I turned around, I quoted somebody uh-huh. who gives me inspiration every single day to the point where they took my name and they scribbled <laughs> They scribbled it out, bro. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn. Man, that's, damn. Like, I, I, I can't even say nothing to that. <laughs> that's happened to me before, too. I'm like, dang. Like, just, like, bro, just acknowledge the fact that you took a screenshot of my stuff and posted mm-hmm. it on your, on, your, on your feed, bro, for the mm-hmm. sake of posting it because it was just that good yeah it was just that good of a message it wasn't even my message so i really don't see why you did that <laughs> but hey it is what it is mm-hmm. I'm not- okay all right so what can you tell me about any future projects you're working on bro um so as of right now i'm working on a new single for 2019 mm-hmm. um, and along with a new music video my very first official music video is also what i'm working on for 2019 as well mm-hmm. um so you will see a release maybe because I, I know i said i didn't want to give y'all this information but mm-hmm. i'm gonna surprise y'all and say that yeah y'all might just go ahead and uh and be checking for it sometime in January. How about that? Okay, January, January nineteen. Maybe we 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 coming twenty nineteen. He's coming. Jay Swift is coming with some good some new content. Yeah. All right. So, when can we expect you to go on tour? But if it's not, you know, a, a localized tour, put it that way. Um, for for all the listeners out there in the South Carolina. Uh, tour, huh? Listen, um, in all honesty. I wish I could say when I want to go on tour, but in all honesty, like I'm, 
I'm really focused on building the groundwork mm-hmm. before I even think about a tour. Like, of course, I do gigs here, here and there. Yeah, that's why I'm mean. doing, doing multiple oh, gigs, you know. That's, that's what I see when I move my tour. Oh, okay. Well, I got a couple of gigs already lined up for 2019. Um, at one is at a university um, in Georgia. Okay. Um, and then uh, maybe back at, uh, back at my old high school, I got a gig there okay. as well. Um, I actually got a gig this coming weekend. <laughs> In Atlanta, so um, I got a few gigs and stuff. One to finish off the year, and then two already locked and loaded to start off the new year. So mm-hmm. that's something I'm looking forward to. And then possibly, um, depending on my uh, my uh, university that I went to, homecoming. My oh, you bet! Yeah, you gotta get them. Might have an opportunity to perform there as well. So. Yeah, yeah. Because there was um, this is one artist I've been I've been listening to well not for a minute, and um. He's been doing gigs at high schools. Yeah. Like he's been doing like a high school tour almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they go to the auditorium and they go to the gym. Be like, you know, it's like you know, he just come out and he do his thing. The high school, the high schools go crazy. They do. And you listen, know? high school kids. If you know anything about high school kids, like we think that adults are critical. No, high school kids are the most critical. So but yeah, but don't even limit to high school. Like, I would even go over the middle school, middle, middle school too. Yeah. Like I, I just, uh, what's perfect? Like uh, I got someone coming tomorrow actually, and he's been he, he goes to middle school. Yeah, and that's and that's the perfect and that's the perfect audience to access it because those are the people. Like if you can't reach those kids. Then I don't know. It's really kind of mm-hmm. hard to for you to get them to get into the market because I know for me when I first went to high school and I performed, these kids never seen me a day in my life. Mm-hmm. They were all talking to me like I felt like a celebrity. I was like I've never talked to so many people. I tell you that one day I got tired of talking to people. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, you're you're an entertainer. You can't get tired of talking to people, man. You're an entertainer. Like, I was like, I'm ready to go, man. I'm ready to go to the next thing because I was so like every like all mm-hmm. of them, and I'm so grateful because all of them. Like, can I get a picture with you? Can I get a picture with you and your friend? Right. Can I? Uh, Reason why you did the effort for um, uh, photographer on your team? Yeah. So it was. It was. It was. A good, it was a good experience. Um, I personally was so critical of it. I didn't think I did that good, but the kids like they, they, they loved it. They loved they're it. the market. So um, as long yeah. as the market likes it, they like it. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I can't. I'm always. Crit- I'm always critical of myself, but mm-hmm. I think just. I think that's something that I have to work on for me is not being as critical and just trusting that once I if I if I put the work into it, the market is going to determine whether it's good or not. Right. And so I, I, that's that's one of the things I'm working on. Okay. So you're you're still independent, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. So what would some advice if you you know that you would offer up to anybody who else who's out there who wants to be an independent artist but they haven't made that took that took their shot yet? What what what, what could you tell them? Go get it. Like. Don't wait because nobody's going to give you that shot but you. And nobody's going to give you your break but you. Nobody can. can. One of the best advice that I've ever received my whole life was that nobody's going to care more about what you care about than yourself. Mm-hmm. And I learned that from the military in my career. It was like nobody's going to care more about your military career than you. So you got to go do it for yourself. And that was one of the things that I learned from the military. So that's the same concept. Falls every area of your life. Nobody's going to give you an opportunity. Opportunity just not going to fall in your lap. Mm-hmm. Life doesn't happen like that. You got to put yourself out there, and you got to be willing to take risks, and you got to trust that the risk that you're taking is worth it. Okay, so let's talk about building your brand on social media. You know, using your um, you know, like you know, like 
using your the current le- leverage you have now, how to gain, gain additional leverage. Um, what was your uh, main aspect of like how do you promote your music? Oh, so my main platform that I use is Instagram. Okay, um, I love, 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 love Instagram. Instagram. If you ever want to give me an endorsement, they'll just <laughs> DM me. And, um, but nonetheless, no, I love Instagram. Um, that's the main platform that I use to promote. Mm-hmm. Uh, just for the simple fact that Instagram is something about Instagram. Like Instagram has everything you need. It has a story feed. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Snapchat. I, I can post my stories and stuff. Instagram gives me my stories. Instagram gives me things to talk about, just like it would with Facebook, uh, mm-hmm. pictures and stuff. And also not only that, but I get the opportunity to write whole paragraphs and stuff out of my pictures. So Yeah. Um, so Instagram is my main platform, but I have it connected to my Facebook. So when I post on Instagram, it they post automatically to that. Yeah. And my Facebook and Twitter. So, okay. So yeah. You, you gotta be you, smart. We gotta be smart with your branding. Of course. Um, do you, do you use the promotion features like the pay promotion do. you do? I do. Um, so when I first released my song, Say Now, featuring mm-hmm. Kiki, um, I actually used a promotional, I actually paid, did a, did a pay promotion. I spent like $30, um, to market to a bigger audience and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, um, positive, it, positive feedback from it? Uh, I, it well, I did, really, the, did, did the promotion itself, did it, did it work? Did you see anything come from it? It did. Um, okay. the promotion, so I think what happened was that it allowed people, more people visited my profile mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I think that also helped with like me getting like the, the streams and the listens and stuff like that and also made it easier for people to determine what song they actually liked the most off of my first project. Mm-hmm. And... I think they found that they like fantasy the best um, yeah. because that's the one that um, currently right now has a star by it and it's consistent. It's either between fantasy and OI. It sometimes varies, um, but I'm waiting for the day that uh, I see two stars on there. Um, and that's just a matter of really breaking out into like the, the industry. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. So, you said you're doing the... Um you're making your, your new music video coming, mm-hmm. right? Because the visuals are important. Because, you know, in order, like, the best way to create additional leverage for yourself would be to, you know, constantly promote, you know, uh, kind of constantly promote, constantly post, yeah. you know, um, and, you know, and just push your music yourself. Because for the people who've been riding with Blindheart for a long time, I think they, I think they waiting on something. They are. I they think they're waiting on something. And I just came to let them know that they're not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I tried. I tried, guys. I tried. And but and it's not because I don't want to give them a visual. It's because I have yet to meet somebody that could possibly. I I think I have met uh, met a director uh, and a videographer uh, that could actually bring my visions to life. And so in 2019, like when you, I'm hoping what happens is that when I drop my new song, my new single, and my. a new music video, which I am mm-hmm. dropping a music video in 2019. Mm-hmm. You guys will will actually see that you know that it was worth the wait, right? Um, and I want I want everything I do to be worth the wait. Like I know, like you know, people are so quick to want to just drop stuff and push stuff out, but I don't want to be one of those artists that just dropping stuff just for the sake of it. I want to put my time. I want to put my blood, sweat, and tears into it because this is my craft, mm-hmm. and this is something that I'm hoping one day. Is gonna make me millions, you know. Push me to be a multi-millionaire, multi-billionaire. Like, you know, this is the platform. This right. Is not, you know, and it's not just like I said. It's not just about the money, but at the same time, this is leaving a legacy. 
right like and I, I, I at the end of the day I want to leave a blueprint for somebody else to follow I want to give somebody a blueprint and say hey this is the format this worked for me mm-hmm. this is when it happened for me but and I kept faith and you know this is the blueprint you need to use Right, man. Look, man. Like, so 2019 is going to better be a, a great year for you. I already see them. We're going to speak that into exist, in yes, existence. Sir. 2019 is going to be a phenomenal year for you, my, my brother. Um, appreciate, it, appreciate it. So, uh, is there anything else you can, uh, that, uh, that I can do to help you further yourself in your, in your career? Um, Brother, I think you're doing. I think you're doing enough, brother. Like you know, like just for you simply having me on the black uh, black voice talk show, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's enough within itself because again, you, you know, you open my music up to a whole another market, um, and I don't know who. I never know who might hear my music and stuff mm-hmm. out here in New Orleans and stuff. Like you know, it may not be crazy, crazy big numbers, but nonetheless, numbers are still numbers at the end of the day. Numbers, and that and 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 people say, oh, I gotta have big numbers now, nah, but. For somebody who doesn't have any cover songs and stuff like that, put out original work and stuff like that, has again, like I said, over eight thousand streams of music. That that's crazy. Mm-hmm. And only within the what a year you really taking this right. serious? Yeah, and because it, it, I released it, it is, as a matter of fact, less than a year because I mm-hmm. released I released my project in April, April twentieth of two thousand eighteen, and we're only in December of two thousand eighteen. So mm-hmm. really, hasn't even been a full. It hasn't been, it's been a, a full year yet. Yeah. So it won't really be a year until this next, coming yeah. April, until next April, and then I never know what's going to happen. Right. Um, but what I do know is that I got to keep going. Oh, constant, like constant evolution, bro. Yes. So, um, but yeah, it hasn't been a full year, and I, like I said again, I'm not in a rush to put out any new content to the people. Uh, I'm taking my time, I'm taking mm-hmm. my time with the single. trust the process, trust in the process, and I believe that this new single is something that's that's going to be. It's going to be a good single, and I think people are really going to enjoy it. I think people are going to like it. I think people are like going to love the video that comes along with it, and I just want people to get excited about, especially the month of January. All right, man. Look, so that's really all I got. That's all our time that we got for today, bro. But so, but it was like I said, it was thank a pleasure to have you on the show, man. So, um, before we we end, the, where tell them where they can find Lionhearted for the people, where the, um, for the new people. Uh, so for all the new people out there and to uh, my original fans and supporters, I, I for one, I want to say thank you. And for two, um, you can find uh, Lionheart on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Tidal, Napster, you name it. If, if, it's, if it's a music platform, you can find it on the YouTube. Um, also, you can find me on social media at J underscore Swift, and that's S-W-I-F-F. Um, no T is inside that at all, but definitely two F's. Um, and you can find me on social media like that. Um, that's my Instagram handle. Um, and yeah, and I, I just hope that when you listen, like you hear my heart, you, you hear my, my, my hunger, my drive. And that, you know, if you're chasing a dream that you, you know, you believe in yourself and you can do it too. Man, it's awesome. Appreciate you, brother. Nice. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And we out.